to Show Me Your Mic, the podcast about podcasting. You can find it online at goodstuff.fm slash smym or on Twitter at smym underscore fm. I'm your host, Chris Enns, and for this episode, I've got Stephen Penny on. Stephen is a Brit living in Finland, and he's organized fellow expats from around the world to talk tech with a decidedly different angle on things than those of us in North America often hear, while still lusting after the same gadgets and tech. Remember, if you'd like to be a guest on a future episode, please visit goodstuff.appointlet.com. And Appointlet recently upgraded their software, so be sure to check that out, and we'll talk. All right, enjoy my conversation with Stephen. I want to thank you for coming on. Show me your mic, Stephen, and welcome to the show. My pleasure. Thank you. It's great to have you here. I think this is the second guest from Finland, but I, I don't have tags and stuff to, to go back and, and verify the geography of all the guests in the past. But there's somebody who came in from that neck of the woods, that part of the world. But There's not many of us out here, so I, I probably know them, to be fair. Only six, only six million people in the country. Is that is that true? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, then now all of a sudden, Canada, where I am in Canada here, it's we feel like we're the little baby brother of U, the U.S., but we're at least a, we're at 25 million or something like that. So I guess we're we're doing all right there, but <laughs> for whatever that's worth. <laughs> so uh, tell me a bit about um, about the Tech Expats podcast. I have to be honest, when I got your your uh, email and, and sort of sign up thing for the thing, for some reason in my head, I assumed American expat in mm-hmm. in Finland, but then uh, obviously I listened to the podcast and that's not the case, I don't think, but I mean, accents don't always tell where people are from. So what, uh, what brought you to Finland and what's, <laughs> what's the Tech Expats podcast? Yeah, so uh, Tech Expats, there are a couple of Americans involved actually, um, but we are, we're quite a mixture. There's myself, who's obviously a Brit. Uh, we've got Ken, who's an American, Anu, who's from India, uh, Guillermo, who's from Spain, um, and then we have a couple of other people that come in sort of semi-regularly, Emily, who's American, uh, and then recently uh, a chap called Loic, who's uh, Dutch. So quite a mixture. And uh, the kind of premise behind it is we're all, we're all expats. We get together, we talk about the latest tech news, and we also try and chuck in there occasionally um, kind of expat-related things, you know, things that we've learned, you know, living in different countries, um, such as you know, being able to access TV from your home country by using VPNs and things like that. Just little tips and tricks occasionally for, for other expats wherever they are around the world and those here in Finland as well. Yeah, and that's, uh, you put, uh, what was I going to say, uh, Mike Hurley and a few others have a couple podcasts where they often think that they're pretty, you know, widespread demographics as far as where they're from and stuff with an Italian and an American and a yep. Brit. But you put them to shame, I guess, but with, <laughs> with a wide variety of, folks is there a common uh sort of like employee employment reason that you guys are together or just happen to all sort of kind of land no it's it, it, it's all very random to be honest um you know i, I kind of put us all together initially but can i know through a, an expat meetup thing where we went on a, a hike to a national park and he happened to be there and i'd been in the country about a week or something um guillermo i know through twitter because he has a technology blog uh where he reviews apps and things um myself and anu met in a bar at another expat event where we'd had a few drinks and we uh you know sort of both got chatting about our interests in tech and stuff and added each other on facebook um and yeah the same with the other guys you know lower i know through twitter and emily as well so it's it's a complete mishmash of people. None of us really knew each other before at all. 
That's awesome. And you're kind of like, it's, it's a, a neat uh, perspective, I guess, on tech news, like you said, where you're, you're coming from outside of the typical sort of U.S. centric, North American centric tech bubble and giving commentary as it relates a bit more to the entire world, I guess, and, and from your perspective, at least overseas and things like that. Because um, you had mentioned, you know, you listen to some of the podcasts, obviously, I would guess from ATP or whatever, some of the popular tech, mm-hmm. tech podcasts. Um, and how do you sort of draw, I guess, differentiate yourself from that? Or is it just kind of like inspired that you just want to have good chats with friends about tech? It's a mixture of all of that, really. You know, my, my initial idea when trying to get the podcast put together was I, I watch, you know, Twits and I listen to, like, say, ATP and all these kind of other tech podcasts. Um, but there was no one to really chat to about it. My girlfriend then at the time that I lived with had no interest in in tech whatsoever. Um, you know, the kind of the expat community and Finnish people that I know here weren't yeah, really into it to the point where you'd want to get together and kind of chat about the latest phones and gadgets and things like that. So... I kind of put something out on Facebook in some uh, expat groups and on Twitter and said, does anyone want to get together and, you know, sort of chat about these things and do a bit of a meetup maybe? And I thought, well, if we're going to take the time and effort to go and meet each other every week, every other week, whatever it may be, um, we may as well put that time to use and, you know, turn that into a podcast and record it and try and uh, engage with the community here and you know then we we sort of sat down and thought about what we we're going to do and we put that expat spin on it um so that we could engage with more people here um and that's kind of you know, how it went and we went from there really mm-hmm. and as you say you know with the news we you know it, it's a shameless rip-off if i'm honest of kind of you know this week in tech and that that kind of format where we sit around we go through the you know the kind of latest news and things and we we give our opinions and our thoughts on what's going on in the world. Um, but as you say, we, we do have that slightly different view where we're, we're all very international. I think most of us, if not all of us, have lived in more than uh, sort of three countries, in fact. Um, you know, and we're over here in Europe where we've got uh, a big, there's a big sort of tech and startup bubble here, especially in Finland, where they obviously lost uh, Nokia, at least the, the mobile side of things. There's a lot of startup happening in this area of the world. So we kind of have a slightly different perspective on it than, as you say, you know, the, the standard US centric type um, podcasts that you, that are the biggest ones out there. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we're all in some ways uh, descendants of, of Twit or, <laughs> or whatever, course, yeah. whether we're a direct child or a grandchild or, or in some, some ways. So it's hard not to, it's hard to get away from some of that stuff and, and it's fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, uh, I know that's why I got into this is just to, an excuse to talk with friends or, or nerds about stuff that uh, you wouldn't otherwise get to maybe. So, um, and then here we sit on a podcast talking about podcasts, which is probably even that much nerdier than <laughs> exactly <laughs> discussing yeah. Apple stuff at this point. So is there, uh, has there been much uptake sort of locally or, or internationally, like as far as people who are tuning in and sort of your audience that you've been able to sort of gather, I guess, as hard as it is with yeah. podcasts to figure that stuff out? Yeah, it's not it's not a massive uh, audience. We've not really pushed it too much, to be honest. We've we've been doing it for like nearly a year now, in fact, and we're at thirty four shows maybe or something. But we've not really sort of pushed it, and you know, we we tweet about it on Twitter and we post on Facebook and stuff. But we've kind of got a small group of um, followers, you know, from Russia to the Ukraine, Czech Republic, over in the US. We tend to get quite a lot of hits from um, and listens from the Middle East and South America as well, strangely enough. Um, so listeners from all over the place. And 
I think it's because we have that kind of expat feel to it and that spin on it. Although we don't, by our own admission, don't necessarily put enough expat stuff in there, at least recently anyway. Um, it's certainly something we're looking at sort of ramping up. Right. And so um, how do you guys, we'll get into maybe a bit of how you guys actually record the show, because um, uh, you mentioned before when we started that you hadn't st- started up Skype in months or whatever, and which is, is funny to hear as a podcaster, but um, for good reason and and kind of I'm jealous of the reason. So because you guys record in person as opposed to what we're doing right now and what a lot of podcasters tend to do anyways over Skype. Um, how have you sort of set up? How has the ch- setup changed, I guess, over the time that you've, you've been recording your 30 some episodes and stuff and, uh, how's that been? Well, when, when we first sort of sat down to discuss it in the podcast, we did talk about, you know, would we do it remotely and everyone would sort of Skype in and we looked at the kind of logistics of it and the costs involved and each kind of setting this up individually and one person having to then take all these feeds and edit it, etc. Um, and it, it just wasn't feasible. And to be honest, Helsinki is a very small place. You can get pretty much anywhere within half an hour. So there's no excuse for us to kind of be doing this individually around the city. Um, so we all actually get together in my uh, an office at my workplace, which is uh, right in the city centre in Helsinki. It's a small meeting room. We sit there um, and we have got just the most basic minimal setup possible um because you know to us at the moment we're still kind of doing it for fun although we're kind of slowly trying to ramp it up a little bit and take it a bit more seriously but it's literally a conference table um samsung meteor mics on the table um a retina macbook pro going out to a uh, large tv on which we have um what do we use garage band uh, to actually do the recording so very basic stuff and then we have that tv so we can throw links up there or pictures or videos or whatever as we kind of talk about the stories um and we record it there in person all around the table i then come home and just do some real basic quick editing in garage band um and we output it and we post it and, and that's it you know we try and keep it as simple as possible you know we're all we all work full time um we will have other projects and things going on as well. Um, and myself anyway, I have children. So all these things kind of mean you're a bit sort of time constrained. And if I get home sort of at 9 PM after a podcast, having been in the office from 8 AM that day, I kind of consider that quite good. And then I spend maybe an hour doing some quick editing, doing the website, putting the show notes in all that kind of thing. So if I'm done by about 10 o'clock, that's a, that, that's pretty good for me. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's, it's, uh, kids definitely add the element of, uh, of fun and, uh, st- stress tiredness, I guess is what somewhere in there. Yeah. <laughs> Just thinking of our own, getting our kids out the door this morning and, uh, and then prepping for the interview and running out of time because the kids took too long to get out the door and it's just <laughs> the reality of life as it is when you're trying to podcast from home. Um, you mentioned the TV that you have set up. Is that just, uh, in, I'm just sort of picturing the room you set up and I know you'd mentioned you'll, you'll send a picture later once you guys record another episode and, and I'll add that yep. to the show notes. So people, if you listen and come back later, later this week or later on, uh, to this episode, goodstuff.fm slash SMYM slash 87 is where the link will be. You can, uh, check out the photo of how they set up the room, but, um, is that just kind of so that you can each sort of like a Google, uh, I forget what their, their Apple TV type thing is, but throw stuff up on the screen so you can see what each other is talking about kind of idea. Yeah, exactly. You know, we all tend to come in with our own laptops or tablets. So we've got, um, 
our shared document in front of each of us so we can click on links and look at them. But obviously, occasionally you'll get, um, you know, an article in like The Verge or something where it's actually a video promoing a product or a new service from somebody. Um, and as I say, all of our kind of stories tend to go in there about an hour before we start recording as opposed to as we should do it throughout the week, <laughs> like sensible people. Um, it all gets thrown in there last minute. So um, a lot of times we'll kind of get to a story and, you know, at least half of us will kind of look at each other blankly and be like, oh, yeah, I didn't get a chance to look at this story. So we'll put articles up there and we'll play videos on the TV just so we can kind of watch things back and and look at, you know, whatever product or service or whatever it may be. Yeah. Yeah, which makes sense. I know that's we can all I can definitely relate to the uh, the uh, lack of prep sometimes that happens. Uh, well, like I said earlier, with kids or whatever life that happens as you're trying to get ready for these kinds of shows and stuff. Um, you use Google Docs to share notes, or what's the common? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we've got a we've got Google Docs set up, um, and it's just a shared spreadsheet with anyone that kind of guests on there. They get sort of access as well, and we drop in the stories and we categorize them. Um, then literally, you know, we all turn up at about 6.30 each week. We spend half an hour just kind of catching up with each other. And during that half an hour, I'll go through and strip out all the, let's say, non-relevant stuff that we might not want to talk about. Um, reorder stuff, kind of group it together. Because obviously, you don't want to go through loads of Apple stories and then find you've got loads more Apple stories at the end and have to go back on things. Um, so kind of grouping some of them together, putting a, a kind of order to it, um, and then, yeah, we sort of work our way through basically. And, you know, that, the TV is up there as well. And we put garage band up on that TV so that we can also keep track of the time as well. Um, so we, we try and limit the shows to kind of an hour at the most. Sometimes they overrun, especially when we have guests in or we're, or something, you know, really big's happening. We've got like WWDC coming up soon. So no doubt that one will probably run a little bit long as we talk through all of the, the things announced there. Um, but yeah, we, we have that up on the screen to try and kind of keep it in everyone's mind to get through things, not as quickly as possible, but in yeah. a timely manner, let's say. Yeah. Sort of, uh, don't ramble too long on, <laughs> yeah. on the Apple watch or whatever it happens to be. Exactly. Um, and on that angle, I guess I'm just curious and, and folks will have, obviously should go listen to the, the podcast to sort of get more of this, but are there th- as you're hearing announcements about things, whether it's, I'm trying to think of there be something podcasting related that this might help or might be of interest to discuss, but also just in general, like the Apple's announcements or Google's recent I, Google IO announcements and, and tech stuff that gets announced, Netflix or whoever. Um, and you sort of have, do you have to filter it through the idea of, um, you know, this, we might not see this for a year or we might never see this, or it might take a few weeks to, before it gets overseas kind of thing. Cause I know even just, you know, like I said, being a little bit north of the U.S., often our excitement for just new stuff is tempered with, oh, the licensing for Beats Audio, for example, is terrible in Canada. And so there's yeah. no, you can't actually even, I don't think we can even sign up for it or whatever. And so, um, which like I was saying with the sort of t- North American and U.S. centric podcasts, often it's kind of like assuming everybody in the world that's listening is going to be able to use this thing or have, be able to play with it or sign up for it. Um, how is that, I guess, in some of the recent announcements and things like that that you've sort of got, talked through and things like that, are there, is there stuff that you're like kind of excited about and, or stuff you have to, you there's, there's, <laughs> there's stuff pretty much every single week that we talk about that we announce that we're excited about. And then we kind of all look at each other and go, oh yeah, we live in Finland. We, we're not going <laughs> to see this for at least 12 months. Right. You know, so things, you know, things like Apple pay and 
Um, yeah, the Apple Watch. We were lucky enough, uh, Loic that came on our show a couple of weeks ago, um, he actually ordered one through a friend in Germany um, on the day of release. So he got his a couple of weeks ago and managed to kind of come in. We talked through it and had a look at it. Um, but bar that, obviously, we can't get hold of any here in Finland. Like I say, things like Apple Pay, they're probably still at least a couple of years off probably for us here in Finland. Not that Finland is that much of a, a backwards country, but we are kind of, uh, as I say, it's a very small population here and it doesn't make sense for large companies like Apple to to push products into these sort of markets initially when they don't need to. Um, so things like Apple Watches, iPhones, all these kinds of things. We're normally involved in you know the, the second phase of release when they roll it out to you know, the extra 20 or 30 countries or whatever it is during their second phases. Um, but there's normally a bit of waiting for us here in Finland. Um, yeah, I know I'm going back to the UK in July for, for a holiday and I'll probably be picking up an Apple watch then. So end of July, and I'm fairly confident that I'll come back to Finland at the start of August and we probably still won't have them here in stores. Yeah. (laughs) So it, it can be frustrating when we're talking about all this kind of exciting tech news and advancements in technology. And then we don't actually see any of these products here for for quite a while right yeah no i definitely i can feel your pain there and that's uh it's it's interesting i was i was i know um new zealand is often used by tech companies as sort of this test ground for uh new stuff as well like not not bigger companies like apple i'm trying to think of i think facebook has sometimes rolled things out in new zealand let's say just because it's yep. uh, under five million people or, or thereabouts and and it seems like Finland would be a, another ideal kind of situation where it's not a huge population to work with, but I guess maybe the language issue or whatever is, whereas New Zealand is a little easier to. Yeah, exactly. I, I used to, yeah, and I used to live in Perth in Western Australia as well for for some time, and again, you see it in Australia as well. They push products out to test them with the likes of Facebook and Google and stuff um, to certain parts of Australia to to test them. Um, mm-hmm. And say when Apple release products now australia is one of the first countries on the list because of its because of its proximity to asia but also because it it gives them additional publicity and, and marketing value as well when it when they're sort of you know 12 or 24 hours ahead of the rest of the world it builds that kind of hype up yeah yeah very true yeah so that's interesting so is this your first sort of go around with podcasting the, the this show it is yeah um as i say, i kind of had the idea about a year ago and cobbled together all these kind of other random expats and yeah this was our our first go so even though we've done sort of 30 something shows um we're still very much um learning as we go at the moment and i'm constantly on youtube looking up how to do certain things with with garage band or with skype and you know because we made some like I, I made some terrible errors kind of when we started when we we had guests on and things like that um so yeah still very much a learning process and is there um, services and things in, within the podcasting world? I, I would guess this probably isn't true, but maybe there's something I am not aware of, which is, <laughs> happens a lot. <laughs> that, um, but related to podcasting that you've come across that you would use that, uh, again, like sort of North American focused companies that we just hear a lot about, maybe there's other services out there that are a benefit to podcasters that you've come across having a bit more international f- feel? <clears throat> Not really, you know. Pr- pretty much every, every everything we use here is what most other people use. You know, for for the likes of learning about podcasting and audio editing and things. You know, it's, it's Lynda dot com, it's YouTube, it's it's just your standard things. Yeah. And you know, the services that we use, you know, for our website is standard stuff like WordPress and 
Um, as I say, you know, we use GarageBand to record. All our equipment is you know, MacBooks and stuff like that. So there's not really anything out here um, that's that different. You know, I've signed up to a few sort of random startups that do podcasting software and, and things like that, but none of them have been particularly great. So we just we constantly just default back to, to GarageBand for its one because it's free and two because of its sheer simplicity, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Cool. And uh, plans as far as the future of the show and, and where you'd like to see it go or, or any ideas and things you have for the future of it? Yeah, well, we're going to try and start expanding a little bit more soon. Um, we're starting to, you know, look at investing in a bit more equipment and promoting some of our uh, our posts on Facebook and places like that. And we've got some agreements with some local businesses for advertising. So we're going to start pushing it a bit more soon. And as I say, we, you know, the idea of the podcast was to try and focus on the kind of expat community as well, not just here in Finland, but around the world. So we're, we're trying to make a conscious effort to um, include more expat related news, tips, hints, and all those kinds of things. And yeah, in the last couple of weeks, we've started using Slack a bit more to kind of log ideas and throw ideas around and, and stuff like that. So hopefully in the coming weeks and months, the, the podcast itself will start to expand a little bit more and we'll get some more guests involved and things like that. Right. I was going to, I meant to ask you beforehand, I think you'd mentioned that I don't have the email in front of me, but that you're exploring the idea anyways of, of having guests on. So if folks are ever interested in chatting or listening to the show and maybe be coming on, that's something you'd be open to. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Um, you know, we've had a couple of guests on previously. We've had a few, um, I was going to say in studio, but it's not studio, in, in <laughs> yeah. office, should I say. Um, and we had, you know, our third show, we had Adam Christensen from the Mac cast on. Um, but I have no idea why he agreed to do it. Um, obviously, he's, he's very well known in the podcast community and in the Mac world. Um, but I'd been kind of chatting to him on Twitter and he agreed to come on. And I completely ballsed up the recording, to put it kind of politely. Um, and it was a complete mess up and we, we kind of salvaged it through his recording so that was a big learning experience but and it's kind of put me off bringing in people through skype as well for a while um but as i say now we're kind of we've learned over the past 12 months and and hopefully now yeah if there are people that want to come on whether it's here in finland in helsinki or through skype or wherever they are in the world as long as they can kind of fit to the time schedule we're we're more than happy and open to to having guests on and having opinions from people, whether, whether they're expats or not as well. Yeah, I think, and well, I was going to say when you, you mentioned Adam Christians and, and, and folks like that, often podcasters, uh, in, in my experience too, in doing this show and interviewing other podcasters a lot is they're actually quite happy to come on other shows. They do this because they like talking and obviously, you know, time constraints and stuff is probably the biggest reason why sometimes people say no, but um, any chance to talk about, well, podcasters in general, I found are happy to talk about themselves <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah. it's kind of a built-in uh, either uh, yeah issue or, or positive thing I guess depending on how you look at it and so uh, I would encourage anybody who's like if you're starting a show just like what you did where reach out to your your peers your heroes or, or people you admire in this in this field because the worst they say is no and and most likely they'll say yes and they might just say no not right now maybe when you've established yourself a bit more or, or maybe when you're you know a little further down the road or, or whatever the reason might be. But, um, I've very rarely, I've gotten a few people who just flat out don't respond. And I generally just assume that's cause they're busy and nothing. I don't really take it too personally, but, uh, 
Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I did when we started. I just, I didn't spam everybody, but I sent a few emails out to some, you know, some key people. Adam, Adam was one of them. And, you know, he replied back and sort of said, yeah, I'm happy to kind of help out and you're starting up. So, you know, it'd be great to try and help you and stuff. And he gave us some hints and tips and um, he was really helpful. And then even people such as, you know, like Don Melton, who does the Melton podcast with, uh, with Renee Ritchie. Um, you know, he replied to my email and, yeah, he was like, oh, I'm busy at the moment with these other podcasts and other things going on. But he was like, yeah, some point in the future, potentially. So, yeah, I, I think, you know, the podcasting community as a whole has been has been really great. And I've appeared on a few other podcasts as well since starting our own one. And and as soon as they hear, you know, you're kind of reasonably new doing it, they're, they're always kind of people are always offering tips and hints and better ways of doing things and new bits of equipment and software and things. So it's been really, really good kind of engaging with, with all these kind of podcasters and stuff. Yeah, no, definitely. And that's, uh, that's something I can certainly attest to having done this show now, 87 episodes or whatever, and, and chatting with people all around the world and the podcasting community as a whole tends to be very friendly, very sharing, very, uh, I feel like we all should just hold hands and have a big sing along. But uh, hug, come on! Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and I think what you guys have going for you, and why I would encourage folks to add your show to their podcast queue or whatever you wherever you listen to stuff is is that that angle of just a different voice than what we often seem to hear, and uh, and different accents too, for, which is kind of fun for North American folks who maybe just tend to hear one accent all the time. It's just kind of nice to have a different perspective um, on the, the same news that you might get elsewhere, but just to have a, a different angle on it and, and stuff like that. So Yeah, exactly. And none of us are experts in any of these fields, but we're all kind of, we're fans and we're, we're sort of reasonably passionate about what we talk about. So sometimes we may talk absolute nonsense, but um, at least hopefully those people that do listen get a bit of a laugh out of it <laughs> at our expense. Right, exactly. All right, so where can folks... Uh, oh, no, wait, sorry. I'm off my my own notes here. Uh, podcast that you yourself listen to. That's uh, How can I forget? Oh, okay. Let me get my whatever. phone. It's in front of me. Yeah, whatever um, shows I, you listen to. I have recently actually stripped back from a lot of shows because I was listening to podcasts every day at work. <laughs> um, so I'm down to about 15, I think, a week now. Um, main ones, MacCast, obviously, as I mentioned, Adam Christensen, Upgrade, ATP, Cultcast always uh, sort of amuses me on a, on a Friday on the way home or to pick up my son. Debug um, and iMore, so anything with, you know, Renee Ritchie um, and sort of iMore related. Um, he's probably, probably, you know, when I when I want to quote somebody relating, you know, when it relates to an Apple product or something going on, on in Apple, uh, Renee Ritchie is kind of the go-to guy, I think. Uh, and then Melton, Startup. Textpats podcast, obviously, that's in my list. <laughs> Although I never listen to myself because it's cringeworthy. <laughs> I have uh, the same problem. Yeah, and then uh, talk show, John Gruber, and then all the Twit ones. So This Week in Tech, Triangulation, This Week in Google, MacBreak Weekly. Um, and one more, the voicemail, which I highly recommend, which used to actually be done here in Finland, um, is now done. Uh, James Watley lives in London, and Stefan Contant, can't pronounce his name, Constantinescu uh, is back in the US now, I do believe. Um, but he used to live here in Finland and used to do it here. Um, and again, that's kind of a, a 30 minute mobile tech uh, podcast, which is really, really good. Neat. Cool. And what, uh, what apps are you listening to 
uh, these days? What are you using? Um, I use solely use Overcast. Um, I used to just kind of stick to all the the default Apple products and would use the podcast app all the time. But being on kind of the beta software for a year and a half, two years now, it's just been super glitchy. So um, I'm a fan of kind of, I say a fan, is that the right way of putting it? I don't know. Of uh, Marco Armand, who obviously made Overcast um, and of tumblr fame and all those things um so yeah i have overcast and pay for the the premium sort of service as well um and it's worked flawlessly for me since i've had it really great app and then when i eventually get my apple watch it also has the apple watch companion app so i can do all my podcasts straight from my watch like a true geek (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) i still have to yeah i haven't actually seen an apple watch myself in person and uh i think there's I know there's some in town here. I, I saw one at a distance. I didn't run over and, and grab the guy's arm or anything and, and salivate or something. But um, yeah, I'll have to see see how that listening to a podcast through your watch and how that all works. And yeah, it's interesting. Um, all right. So where can folks find you and follow you on the, on the internet? Um, well, they can find me at stephenpenny.com or on Twitter at SR underscore Penny. Uh, and then the podcast is... Um, you can find all the kind of the links and show notes, et cetera, um, on the website, which is textpats.com, which is T-E-C-H-X-P-A-T-S.com. I have to say that every single week, so I've memorized that now. <laughs> First few weeks, I would spell it wrong all the time. But yeah, um, textpats.com. And that, you know, we're on iTunes and all your normal kind of uh, podcast apps and stuff. So you can go there to get all the links and all the show notes and things. Nice. Awesome. And uh I think uh, I think that's it for this episode. If, uh, like I said, if you wanted to find links to what we've discussed, all the stuff that uh, Stephen mentioned and shows that he mentioned that he listens to, you can find them at goodstuff.fm/smym/slash/87. Also, while you're there, you can check out the link to a small orange. Which, if you sign up for some web hosting, WordPress podcast hosting with a small orange in the sponsor link below, you'll be supporting Show Me Your Mic and myself and if you want to support my podcasting efforts a little more directly you can do so on my patreon patreon.com slash ichris you can follow myself on twitter ichris on twitter show me your mic is smym underscore fm and of course goodstuff.fm is now just goodstuff.fm <laughs> if that makes sense thanks for listening have a great day bye <laughs>